Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. You won it this year. Yeah, we got to kick out uh, a guy who got a little salty when we did. He was, it was an unexpected... Uh, unexpected loss for, for our friend Dave Damashek, who, uh, who got bounced, but uh, he'll be back next year. <laughs> oh, there it is, Shaq, your world-famous really? Monday Night Football. Welcome to Extra Points Podcast, a Tuesday morning. Cousin Sal coming to you. Spaghetti and meatballs, fiddling with the knobs, baby fish. Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always, my dear pals, Martin Weiss and Dave Damashek, who will be back next year, according to John Hamm, who appeared on the Manning cast and told us all about our our kickout league. Wow. I don't know who John Ham thinks he is to tell me what I'm going to do and where I'm going to be a year from now. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe I'll just undermine the whole league and I'll take away the services of Dave Damashek. I, well, how dare he? How dare he? What a creep to, to take his business, <laughs> to take to take our hash and, and and spread it all over the uh, the Manning cast. Gross. Well, stuff. that was shame. Uh, at, at that point, it was an ugly game. It was twenty four nine, and even John Ham couldn't pretty it up with that uh, that tail that we love. That were you watching that, Martin? I feel like Martin. They should have been making a bigger deal out of you. You're forty one seventeen and one uh, over seven hundred winning percentage picking games, but Damashek had the spotlight. You know what, Sal? That's all I got to say. In the words John Ham said, it. That's what the money is for. Thank God uh, I can put money on these games and benefit because the credit <laughs> I get from this podcast, you know, anyway. No, oh, how dare you? How I was actually, you? I was terrified for Dave. I was terrified for Dave. I was really, truly scared because John Hamm was on there. And, you know, the Manning, our bosses, they do a great job with the interviews. Jalen Hurts was uh-huh. pulling teeth earlier in the show. So they got off to a rough start. But, you know, it, it, it sped up. But they went to commercial break so many times. As Peyton Manning was setting the story up, and John, I was worried, Dave, that John wasn't going to actually say your name, and it's going to be yeah. like my buddy got kicked out. And I was like, I don't know what's worse, having the entire world know that I got kicked out of my fantasy football league because you know everybody's going to watch the Manning cast, or right. having my super famous celebrity friend who's on Monday Night Football not acknowledge the fact that I was the person that got kicked out. I know. I was. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking that too. Shaq. Yes, they did tease it. We're going to go to commercial. No, I want to hear about this kickout thing. And it was funny. And he came back and he told about talked first about the time he was kicked out, um, which was funny. And then eventually it wasn't funny because I'm interrupting Uh, right here and now the 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 jive about salty Dave or whatever comparing me to the Planters Peanut Man in my Mm. in my top hat. No, I'm a regular guy. A man of peace uh, who who didn't deserve the ugly stuff that was delivered at his doorstep, mm. and, and and the hypocrisy, the 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 shame of a handmaker. Like I got I got kicked out. I opened my laptop and then they said you're out, ham, and I closed it up and I went home. He was the one who was salty. All mm. who bore witness to his behavior that night know the same truth I do. He was the one who was disgusted and sick in his balls. Correct, uh. Sal. Well, correct, and I'll also agree with you that you're a man of peace. You're, you also might be a man of pieces, as in the trophy you won is in pieces in the back in a junkyard somewhere in your trunk, which is why he kicked you out. That's why he says he kicked you out, 
because you lost the trophy. But anyway, they, maybe they get back into that. Maybe he comes back on the Manning cast. Uh, we, I love that he's told this story now on Howard Stern and and uh, a couple weeks ago and then comes on the Manning cast. And then Jimmy went on Howard Stern and talked about the Tom Cruise day. And Ham talked about the Tom Cruise day, too. It's like crazy. I, I felt like they were reading from my book a little bit. Like these are all stories. <laughs> I, these are great I, I, stories. The thing but, everybody yeah. has in common outside of, of regular guy Dave is that everybody loves to drop names, don't they? Oh, yeah. Hollywood phonies Ooh, tom cruise this jimmy kimmel that grow up well Live he on, dropped your stand name on yesterday. your own two feet i'm uh i'm gonna drop a couple of names the pick'em contest winner extrapoints.com slash arcade randy russell 13 right wow good job by you 100 bucks in your pocket prop quiz is won by mike wheel he gets a gold cap for going eight for ten now as far as the staff goes big winners sal martin eddie 10-4-1. Good job, Eddie. You're rebounding here from that uh, uh, abysmal week one. Uh, there's some controversy. Martin changed his Monday night pick Thursday, and so the graphic didn't uh, – I, I, I don't know. What, what's going on here, Martin? Why are you so, changing picks? Just just leave it. Just leave it. What are no, you doing? No, because here's the – so I, I, I normally – Meatball's going to test to this because it's been now yeah. four weeks of the NFL season. It's been four weeks that I've texted mm-hmm. him on Saturday and been like, please switch me from this to that. And this week, what, I that's did great. What, what is that? You're a pain in the ass. Is that's what you, we need him to attest to that? What, why Wait are you a second. I was scolded. I was scolded in a company wide email for, for trying to change picks you know what? or adjusting the lines. When a Just leave it. It's, we don't need 45 asterisks by the end of the year. Whatever that's it is, why it, it'll no. leave it out. Just yeah, put yeah, it in. You know what? You know what? Y'all can have it. Y'all can have it. I just wanted meatballs and everybody else to know <laughs> that at 1120, PM, I texted at uh, ten twenty PM I texted him. I would switch it from the Rams to the 49ers if it wasn't out. And on the, on my radio show, Fox Sports Radio, seven to ten Eastern. All right. I gave out the Ram. I mean, I gave out the 49ers twice throughout there. So it's on record that I did it. And yeah, Rams, everyone can change their mind. We get it. Just leave it. Uh, and anyone right, right. does he need to get fine. 30 Why emails you, saying, Hey, I'm, you guys I'm feeling this now. Picking some yeah. more winners. And that's fine. Y'all said y'all can have uh, it. I just wanted the record. I'm doing great. Was the one who wanted to update everything. I just wanted to be stated and known that I would, okay. would have picked the 49ers and it would have made it onto the graphic if they didn't have to play games in London. 6.30 a.m. in California is entirely too early for football. All right. Stated and known, your pick is your pick. And when the graphic goes up, Mikey Meatballs doesn't need 75 emails saying, well, I'm feeling this way, but check in with me Sunday. I might change my mind on the Monday game, depending on how the rest of the NFC. I know that wasn't the case with you, but just leave it alone. Just leave it. I know you've never run a pool before, Martin. I get it. This is this is just you could just send. Now, as many I'm, emails I'm, as you so, want. I'm sorry Whatever. that I'm I'm sorry that I'm lapping you guys twice over. Uh, you are doing well. My bad. I'm, you are doing my well. Fault. 40, my fault. I'm sorry that I'm so good at picking these games. My bad. You're going to be sorry uh, that you're bragging so much uh, this time in six weeks. But 41, 17 and one over 700, uh, 70 percent is excellent. The big loser, Will Blackman, your uh, partner, the only one not to hit 500, 6, 9, and 1. We got to shake him up a little there, Martin. I know he's also, just learning the gambling thing. Yeah, Only one to play professional football. I know. What is that saying? I'm glad I stayed away. Hench, Harry, and Megan Galley, 9, 5, and 1. Uh, Sheck, you, the parlay kid, and Brother Bry, 8, 6, and 1. And Megan Conley and Jen, 7, 7, and 1. So there you go. We all did pretty well. Um that right there. So let's recap this game. Aside from all the Manning cast stuff and the Niners won 24 9. I was on the square side. I'll admit it. I like the Rams. I was basing it on last week and 49ers pitiful performance, but they were in a spot where they needed to win. 
Check. McVay can't beat this team. Three and eight against Shanahan. And Jimmy G, seven and over versus the Rams in the regular season. What gives? It, it is one of those things that I mentioned uh, a little. I'm a little too cavalier in mentioning it because uh, my work ethic prevents me from actually looking it up and getting the hard and fast numbers. But it does feel like the larger thing, and we saw it with the Titans and the Colts as well on Sunday, which is these mini errors. When one team has the other team's number, that seems to carry over for a few yeah. years. I mean, not, you know, not 100%, but it seems like more often than not that that's just the way it goes. And um, I guess we have to we have to abide by those laws and we shouldn't defy them too hard, right? Seven I mean, and no oh. Yeah, seven and oh is an insane number for Jimmy G when he's the inferior, arguably the inferior quarterback in uh, seven of those matchups. I don't know, four or five, somewhere in there. But I think the take, here's my takeaway. That Rams offense is no good aside from Cooper Cup. It really isn't. It's clear Allen Robinson won't adapt. You, you know, you have high hopes for Cam Akers. The other takeaway is the 49ers defense may be the best in the league. It just may, it just, they just fly so much faster to the ball. They swarm and they just look, they just look quicker than everyone else, Martin. But good job by you. I think you, you don't want to change that pick again, right? You're sticking with the Niners. No. So first of all, we, I just went back in the rundown. We never discussed this uh. game on Thursday. So that was, it's not like I super changed my pick. I just clicked on the Rams. It wasn't like there's a record of me telling me how, how much. He didn't super well, no. change it. He just changed no, it's, it's, it. Yeah, it's you not didn't, like you I didn't went up there change. and said, you know what the Rams are going to do Monday night? They're going to move the ball down the field. Cooper Cup's going to have 35 receptions and six touchdowns. And then I picked the 49ers after the fact. Right. It's one, when okay. asked, I picked the 49ers. It's just anyway. But – my takeaway from this game. <laughs> you were asked on the, on the thing. Okay, go ahead, go. See if go. Caesars will undo it after you clicked one team after you. You know, I don't have to talk to, to Caesars it, because works. I bet on the 49ers and I got my slip. So I have my money. Dave. That's what I said. I don't need your validation. I don't need it from There's you guys. There's a lot of salt. A lot of salt in this episode. A lot of salt in this episode of Extra Points. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, my, talk the about Rams the game. Are, the Rams aren't able to block. And they're not going to be – if they can't – block with this they're they're gonna have to get out of 11 personnel they're not going to be able to be the same team that they were before running multiple wide receivers out there and the idea that you have Ben Skronik as a fullback is cute and all until he actually has to go and run into somebody <laughs> like that's not working offensively I think those are the biggest problems with the, the is their offense and their lack of ability to be like kind of push up front like very kind of like the way we saw Tampa and uh on Sunday night they were just throwing the ball, throwing the ball, throwing the ball, throwing the ball. And if you're not making teams think they're going to be able to run or run effectively, it's not going to work out. And the 49ers, watching that game, and the reason why I leaned to the Rams initially was because watching Jimmy G run out the back of the end zone and throw pick sixes. And damn, if, damn, if he didn't try again on that Debo Samuel path, your boy Peyton and Eli were like, oh, look, he threw it high on purpose. Like, absolutely not. Yeah. You got lucky. By the way, they're your right. boys too. They're your boys as much as mine. But yeah, that is, that yeah, is they true. get lucky. Uh, it was interesting. The pick six obviously helped the 49ers. It was a game. Yeah, the Rams were in it. But check. I don't know. I, I don't want to pick a winner. I, I I think you guys took the Niners to win the division when we went over divisions, um, I and I took the Rams. Right now, they're both plus one twenty after the after the uh, like a month. I guess we'd say. I know you said this is the quarter point, close to the quarter point as we can get. I'm not sure. I think they go back and forth all year. And I don't I think, see the other two you teams. You know what? Competing. I, I, I yeah. will uh, defer to 18 from the Manning cast mm. on Monday night. I do think we, you know, we got to slow our roll. We're all getting drunk on what we've yeah. seen at, at this point. And which two and two team are you most concerned about? Are you concerned about 
these Rams, the defending champs, when when Peyton rightly points out that you know Cooper Rush is uh, a Cooper Cup is out there. Cooper mm-hmm. Rush is out there as well, but Cooper Cup is out there. But you know the offense hasn't fully hit its stride yet. Do you think this team's not going to be relevant come come January? I, I I mean, and I'm asking the question. I don't know. I feel like. I do prefer the Niners because of the defense, as you say. But then, you know, you have the Ravens at 2-2 two and two as well. Are we, are we worried about their standing and whether or not they're going to make the playoffs? I don't know how much to get worked up about these teams that I was high on in August and, and yeah. them being 500, you know, a month into the thing. I think I, I'm going to write the ship. I'm with you with all of it, and I, I, I think I was a little petulant. I tweeted, uh, is anyone good in this league? I don't know, it was about 130 on Sunday. And I'm like, oh, what am I getting crazy for? The Bills are very good. The Chiefs are very good. If you look at the division, the odds, I just gave you the NFC West odds. It was going to be Rams 49ers uh, anyway, right? Uh, NFC South, the Bucks are still favored. NFC North, it's the Vikings and Packers as a coin flip. The East is a little weird that the Eagles are minus 330. I know you picked them to win the division. They're on fire. We'll talk about them more in a second. Not too many divisions, the point is, are looking different in terms of who's leading uh, versus a month ago, right? Bills for sure. Ravens, even though two and two, they're slightly ahead at the top that division. All right. The AFC South is weird. The Jaguars are favored. I, I, I know everybody jumped on them last week to win the division. I just assume stay away and not have to watch uh, those games too intently. But yeah, I think uh, the idea is we are getting a little crazy with um, who stinks and who doesn't. But I do think you can still delineate some things from what's going on here. Like, all right, the Dallas Cowboys defensive line, it's legit. Like, uh, the San Francisco. Oh, Florida he said it. He, he said it. Them now. Wow. He's, He's earned it their, He's earned, <laughs> they've earned Marty's trust. I love it. Yeah. So are you going to start mean, betting them now, Martin? I hope it so. It was the commanders. I don't, it was the commanders and Carson Wentz is just, I don't even want to get into it, but you can I don't know if it was the commanders. Those uniforms suggest it might've been another team, but go, right. go ahead. I, mean, I don't yeah, want to. Who, who do they no, think they are? Arizona state is who they think they are. Apparently. Um, oh. but they look like the Dallas, the Dallas defensive line, legit. Uh, the San Francisco defense, legit Kansas city's offense without Tyree kill. They're still putting up points. That's not an issue. Like the, but also on the flip side, Raven secondary, a problem in their two losses and the way they've blown big leads. Like sure. I think you can, while you can't necessarily say the Ravens going to miss the playoffs, I know this. If I, I pick the Ravens and the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl, that Ravens secondary, I figured would have shored up a little bit by this point. They're giving up passing yards mm-hmm. to everybody, right? So right. I think you can yeah. still delineate well, it's, it's- that from the first four games. Sure, yeah, we could take some stuff, but Josh Allen, yeah, it's it's uh, it's not just anybody they're giving yards up to. But I know that was a uh, for such a, a premier game. I didn't nobody was interested really until the fourth quarter. Shaq, I know this bothers me about two or three times a year. It bothers you a thousand times a year. The uniforms, this one, this Commanders one, I was like, this is for many many reasons. This is awful. First of all, not only does it not look like the Commanders, I would say. Just looking at it blindly, not knowing the schedule, I would have thought that was three teams trying to uh, be cute with their uniform before it was the Commanders. I would have thought it was your Steelers. Uh, I might have thought um, maybe the Saints were trying to do something fun there. I, I don't. I didn't like it at all. Secondly, don't screw with the rivalries. Leave those That's matchups pristine. Right. You got Seattle, Detroit. You want to have some fun with that? Go ahead. And I get it. It's all money. Uh, but really, who's buying these jerseys? It's either. It's either the collectors or it's the the rich guy's son who has to have every jersey uh, that he's that he roots for, right? But nobody likes it, right? Does anybody like that uniform? 
While I, as I've pointed out, ask any pro football player, hey, how would you change your team's uniforms? They, they, 99.9% of the time say like, oh, I'd like to go head to toe black. That would be clean looking. Like what? Every, you can't everybody do that and, and look good. Right. It looks bad, especially with the burgundy trim. It's an atrocity. It looks like a lot of people opined as you just did. That boy, that looks like the Steelers all mm-hmm. uniform, except it's got that hideous maroon involved. That's just, just garbage. And you know how you really know a, a, a uniform is terrible is when it goes in to play the Cowboys. There's something about the light in that joint, and it goes back to Texas Stadium um, before Cowboy Stadium. There's something about the light that comes into that joint that highlights or lowlights the uniforms. And like hmm. to, you're, you're exactly right too. The rivalry. You're, you're going to break out that all black against the Dallas Cowboys. You're the. I know you're not the Washington. Whatever. You're the commies after all. But yeah. Um, yes, it was an attack on our eyes. As are the team that wears them. And you know. I, if I could just say about the good teams and, and the commies count as one of the very worst in football at this point, but I don't know if this is a hot take or, or not, but parody sucks. I've said this for 25 <laughs> years and I, I've always pointed out that star Wars would suck. If you took Darth Vader out of it, you need an evil presence, just mm-hmm. like the New York Yankees provide for baseball and have forever. They're a hateable team and that's for nice. Sure. The New England Patriots gave us that same thing in, uh, in 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 football for 20 years. Now, without them, it lays bare the fact that everybody's kind of the same. Like, I mean, just as you could say, are the Bills by far and away, or the Eagles, and and then really, who sucks real bad? Like, well, kind of, they're all kind of close, and it's a little I, unsatisfying. I want to ask that exact question to you, um, but I will say it, it, there still is a bad guy. It's still the Patriots. It's just Darth Vader is on his deathbed, and we just walk around and smack him in the face when there's nothing that he, there's nothing he can do. So it's a, it's Prequel a, Darth it, Vader, right. Pathetic that's right. Anakin limping around. No, Darth right. Vader, not scary Vader, right. So you talk about parody. I think three years ago there were uh, seven undefeated teams, um, entering week five two years ago there were five now it's one or however i I move those years around but now it's only the eagles uh we'll get to them in a second but who is the worst team martin in the nfl that's what and i have to say Shaq, if we have to say and the worst team in 2022 is not like the worst team in 2019 the worst team in 2022 is going to put up more than 10 points a game the worst team is not going to win three games this year. I think they're going to win more. I don't think we're going to see a two and 15 or a three and 14. That said, Shaq, it's the Panthers in my estimation. It's Washington and it's your team. I would say those are the three. Do you want to take a break? You want to wipe your brow while Martin uh, responds first? Let Martin respond. Who is the worst team? That's fascinating because I have the worst team as the Chicago bears, even though they've won two games. Yeah. But I, I think that I, I don't. Yeah. It's to me, it's between them and the Commanders because I don't see mm-hmm. any path to offensive success at all right now for either mm-hmm. one of those two teams, but especially the Bears. I mean, Justin Fields has as many pass completions as Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson had in the first half of that game. Uh, like, it's really nuts like, in the entire season. He had eleven, which was a huge increase, right? He had like coming off sevens and eights, and he had elevens. Like, oh my god. Roll out the red carpet for Justin Fields. I don't even necessarily think it's his fault. I've, and I had the Bears to have the worst record overall. So I want to stick with that. Sucks that for me that they're two and two. But um, 
I'll say this. They're a team that could, they're going to be frisky. You got a bunch of frisky teams. You want it to be Seattle. Geno Smith is passing 70%. He's hitting 70%. Check. Talk us out of picking the Steelers straight up for worst team. Well, you're more than welcome to do that. But yes, the Bears, I mean, they're trying to lose games. The Texans are kind of now in a weird spot. They, they, I don't know that they really believed it, but I think over the course of the past 12 months or whatever, they talked themselves into, we can get by with Davis Mills. Let's see what the kid has before we jump the gun and do something different there. They are now going to move on from Davis Mills. That's that's my guess. But yeah, I think, but these are teams that, are kind of actively hoping they don't win too many games this year. The Steelers are not doing that. I I mean, I'm not going to put them down there on – the record says they are. But, yeah, the commies are in worse shape um, than the Steelers are going forward. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't um, know. I Bears don't know. Commies. What do, really, what do you give – I think it's close. I don't know. What's the what's the spread in the uh, neutral field, Washington and, and Pittsburgh? It's correct. Well, I, I think where it gets real dark is for Pittsburgh now because, as I kept saying, they, they got to figure out a way to get the 500, if mm-hmm. not three and one, four games in because the next four are all eminently right. losable games. Now, now they're catching 14 up in Buffalo. 14 never happened in the Super Bowl era at least. I don't think, or at least since 1970 might be the number that for I them. saw there. Um, for them? So, uh, yeah. Yeah. What, what do you mean it's never happened? What's ever happened? Oh, they, they, for them, yeah, for the Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, what do you get? What kind of grade do you give Pickett? I mean, do they just cut him loose now? What, what are you going to bring Trubisky back? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, crap. this is it. No, it's, uh, it's Pickett. You saw it. I think they timed it. Um, yeah. I thought I, I think they talked so halftime well, of uh, not Tomlin so not did. not not last week when he could have got a whole week worth of reps and maybe you win that game versus the Jets. Halftime is the right time to bring in Pickett. Was that, I, that was, know, as as, I, as I mean, we've I, discussed? As we've discussed, Tomlin is not is looking to not be seen as flailing about and mm-hmm. and and searching for answers histrionically. He made a commitment. The premise was we're going to roll with Trubisky until we absolutely positively can't, as I predicted. In fact, there should be a parade for me, Marty, for predicting exactly when it was going to happen. Did I tell you halftime? How about you predict the winner of the game? Because I was like, you said no one in the world is picking the Jets. I picked the Jets. You did have the Jets. That's Nick where we Costa's made that some ground. On, that's on tape. Go back to Thursday. I can't believe nobody's picking the New York Jets except for me. Wait, you no, changed that pick, it. though. You sent Mikey Meatballs an email on Sunday morning. You I, said you wanted to change that, what right? Marty did. I don't know if, if it's credible, <laughs> but Nick Costos did, and kudos to him. And, um, yeah, no, listen, I think, it's a, I, I think you saw the enthusiasm there. I told you if Trubisky in that spot against the Jets – didn't put up a, a a decent point total. Didn't get the double digits. That's fine. Thirty minutes in, they would pull the trigger. So they did. You saw the the difference in energy. It is yeah. fascinating that the that you can the exact same situation, the same pieces around you, the same play caller, and all that. That they make different decisions. You know, people kept saying like Trubisky is Pickett, and Pickett is Trubisky. Like, nope. One guy just one guy anticipates and slings it and the other guy Mm -hmm. was more cautious and the results spoke for themselves i do wonder i mean like this is a real bad spot though (laughs) two touchdown dog up in buffalo i don't know uh 
you know, I don't know what to anticipate other than a than a whipping. What do you uh, give? What do you give Pickett? What kind of grade? C C plus for week oh, four? No, I, I I think for the spot he was dropped into. And by the way, I like that spot. Oh no, what I is thought, it? What? I, I, I like that spot uh, emotionally. I, I would rather like <laughs> rather be thrown into it than be like, hey, sweat it for the next 10 days because you're the guy who has to save the season versus like, hey, we ain't going great here, Ken. Uh, get in there, see what you can do kind well, of vibe. And that's what we got from him. The I, defense I do feel- was the failure. It wasn't him. Well, that is true. Yes. Uh, so you blame on the defense. I do feel bad for Tomlin a little bit. So what they what did they you know, so what was it, the Thursday night game against the Browns? And then right after in the postgame presser, he says, Trubisky's our guy, right? So now he's stuck. When you make these guys answer, you're just kind of stuck with that. And now it's like, oh, he's a liar. Like, all right, I think you're right. It was the defense that blew that game. We would have been singing a different song about I mean, um, up 10 ticket. points against yeah. the New York Jets in Pittsburgh. That's a pretty right. grim loss. Well, no what's your grade? Give a grade then. Let's see. For how Pickett played? In the, Jesus, yes. Give him a B plus, A minus. I think he was, a minus. He was terrific. <laughs> Did you watch him? Grade him by fruit then, if, if you're having trouble. A minus. Babyface, jump in here. A, you gave him a C, didn't you? A C? Well, what I, were you I, looking I, at to say a C? I don't know. I he, think, he threw nothing but completions and the I, I don't think he hanged the picks. I maybe the second. He, he threw interception. So completions for the other but team. But the three other passes that happened to be interceptions. Shaq, <laughs> oh, uh. you can't get an A anything for three interceptions. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm great. Unlike Tomlin says, you know, you can't grade a rookie on the curve. I can. I'm grading him on a curve. He was dropped into a spot there. I thought he. Um, so what's a B minus five interceptions in 30 minutes? What, what's, uh, how many would he have to throw? I know he ran I mean, I'm touchdowns not, and th- stuff like that. Well, listen, if, if, uh, Patrick Mahomes did that, then I would say, yeah, C minus yeah. performance. I'm talking about a rookie who was thrown in halfway through. I'm looking at him that way. What I liked was, um, you know, it, it, it is, uh, I don't know how much football America at large is consumed by it. But mm-hmm. on the banks of the three rivers, which I remain plugged into <laughs> spiritually, if nothing else, uh, the obsession, it is fascinating and funny, the obsession of every throw that is being dissected by Pickett over the last 72 hours here. Yeah. I mean, I thought. Well, you're you're not dissecting any of the throws, apparently. I mean, he well, the be- getting, I thought, I thought his minus. best throws were with the guy with, with the guy bearing down hard directly in his face, delivering it to Fryer Muth um, and taking the shot was, was right. perhaps his best throw. I thought the back shoulder throw to Pickens, not waiting. I thought that's what I'm talking about philosophically. He's not waiting to see his receivers get clear before he throws the ball. He's trusting them and he's putting it up. Chase Claypool, I think it's fair to say, let him down on a deep ball. If you're one-on-one with a safety and you're six foot five or whatever mm. Claypool is, the you know, the the three results of a deep shot one-on-one, the the high-end guys at those 50-50 balls like Des Bryant or Calvin Johnson is, it never gets intercepted because all he right. prevents that from happening. That was a Ma- failure. The Martin. choice to throw uh, the ball to go over every bad. single pass. I, I know. Well, you, you just, you gave, me, you just gave asked me grade. to give him a grade. And you d- gave your grade. Yes. I, I finally got the grade at it. Martin, how much would you have liked having Sheck as a, a professor, like a graduate school professor? Give an A minus for three interceptions in thirty minutes. Well, it depends. You know, I don't six know if, interceptions for a game. I don't know yeah. if I would have been able to last through the hour and a half lecture. Uh, it would have felt like five and a half hours. 
even getting a B minus, I would have rather transferred well, out. Marty might give me a B minus, but then now. he might change he's it to degrees. a D plus and then change it to an A, but then get in touch after the fact right. and, and, and then campaign to uh, Dave, how about this? The, you just uh, try to pick a winner the first advisor. time. Just try to pick a winner the first time. Just try to do that. That's hard enough for you. All right, just try to pick a winner right, the first good. time. And so, I will say this. So. My only thing I got to say about Pickett, yeah. I got nervous at halftime yeah. that the Steelers were going to win because they subbed in Pickett at half. That was the only time I was mm-hmm. ever concerned that the Steelers were going to win a game without TJ Watt. So it's clear right, it's, it's clear that I'm with Dave. He should absolutely pick Kenny Pickett up for his fantasy team. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, hold on. Never. Oh, come on. Come on. He's Shaq. on my You're fantasy teams. I have him I have him on my fantasy teams. <laughs> he's got another he's in another league that John Hamm isn't in. All right. All right, listen, let's take a break. Uh, you know, baby face Joe, the only Pittsburgher who hates Pittsburgh. Go Yanks. <laughs> He can't be the only one. All right, listen, whether you're betting the Steelers or betting against them, you got to do it all on Caesars right there at Caesars Sportsbook. All right, let's take a quick break and more football action. Oh, so much to talk about. We'll be right back. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, guys. Now it is uh, for some of us. It's the high holidays. Is this called the high holidays, Sheck uh, Yom Kippur? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. And are they low holidays? Which is the low holidays? Are they not um, rated as such? All right. Well, but anyway, a, Yom- see, you're a half and half. You're you're right. a Jew and a Christian. But the yes. that's a funny uh, the the inversion of of holidays. See, the Jews are about celebrate life most of this of the year, mm-hmm. and the Catholics are like repent, repent, repent. And then the Catholics have a few holidays, and they're like, let's celebrate. But the Jews, when you hear holiday, it's like, feel bad and look back at the past yes. year and regret the bad decisions you made. And so, this is yeah. the big one. Yom Kippur, um, mm-hmm. this is where you sit and you atone and you, and, you, uh, and you fast, right? Which is the worst part of all, right? I mean, that's what I would atone for. Like, I, I, boy, I really regret fasting. Um, all day. But uh, all right. So in honor of Yom Kippur, which preseason NFL pick or prediction do you already want to atone for? Martin, you can go first. I had uh, my Yom Kippur was just the idea that I got out of public school. I went to Catholic school my whole life. Then all of a sudden I get out in the middle of October. I was pretty excited for that. I had the Saints in the South. I know I just stepped on you, but my number one, that's, that's the all right. And I, yeah. I, I, I doubled down on it after week one. And I, Buccaneers going to win it by default. But the one that was the absolute worst of mine, and I gave it out the same day I gave Lamar Jackson a 20-1 to for MVP, so it might have been hidden in the wash. 
But I said Matt Ryan was a dark horse MVP candidate. I would just like to say right now, that was very wrong. (laughs) I don't know if he's the problem, though. I'm with you. He's actually shown me something in in a couple of drives that I I didn't think he had anything left. But that's fine. Yeah, he's not. You know, it was was the math. I think the Colts will compete for the South. They should be able if they win the South, the South should be easy. They should have like Mm -hmm. double digit wins. Quarterback, you know, I don't know how to die, but Lord have mercy. Every time they flip well, the Shaq, red zone, it's terrifying. I think Sheck was one of the early ones on the Jaguars, right? I think you had them top two or something. What you did say, Sheck, though, is that the No, nah, that winner, wasn't me. I, you didn't? I love the, like, the roster. second place or something? Yeah, you have, like, I, well, first, I second? did move them. Yeah, I did move him to second place, but credit where it's due uh, to our guy Will Brinson over there at CBS. He came on minus three and out. I saw that breakout the, video. The Jags were going to win the division. So, you know, okay. he's, he's the first person I heard say that. But, yeah, I thought the Jags were going to be good. I just didn't think the win total was going to be there. It is that division, though, where I'm the most wrong. I thought the Colts had a shot, not because they're the best roster in the AFC, yeah. but because of the division that they're in, that they would have the best record. I'm, I'm going to stick with them, though, to win mm-hmm. the division. It's all like, you know, you can get you can tie yourself into knots, but nobody's, you know, with few exceptions, nobody's three games out of anything. And they're, all you right. know, 13 games left. But yes, the Colts are my, uh, are my uh, worst pick as the number one seed. And like Jerry Orbach says at the end of Dirty Dancing, when I, when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. And also, Sal. That well, you were right. Well, you were right about it last year when you said the Titans for number one yeah. seed because they're just going to wash through the competition. But the thing with the AFC South this year is they play the AFC West and those bottom dwellers, the Jags and Texans, are better. They're a year old. You know, the quarterbacks are a year better. So you can't expect sweeps from. And I thought uh, the Titans you know. would just go away. And, you know, to, you know, yeah. the last couple of games, there's some optimism around Derrick Henry specifically. But I do have to give you kudos, Sal, at the high holidays and the starving, uh, the, 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 the fasting for a day. I said, you're half Jewish. How does that work for you, Sal? And uh, you said, oh, I fast, but only half the day and not straight through. So I thought, <laughs> right. I was, that was a, I was Did that I was say a that? By you. I'm yeah, funny. I used, to, I used to be so funny. I used to be so funny. Yeah, I fast during the sleeping hours. That's probably it. Uh, I'm going to stick to the South. Martin mentioned it. I'll piggyback his team. Saints to win NFC South. I think I was getting like four or five to one. They kind of blew it when they lost that close game to the Bucks. By the way, maybe not. Maybe the buy this trouble in paradise here. Tom and Giselle hired divorce lawyers. So I don't know. Does this mean Marcus Mariota sneaks up and takes that division? I'm not sure of that either, but I don't think it's the Saints. Martin, every week it's just going to be the same thing, right? Jameis didn't practice Wednesday, Thursday. Michael Thomas made you think he was ready to go and same old thing. Now he's on the injury report. They do play defense. Uh, I thought they played well when they had to against the Vikings and uh, obviously the double doink on in London. Um, uh, spelled defeat for them ultimately, but that pick to win the NFC South was a, a bad one. And uh, happy Yom Kippur, that's the one yeah. I atone for. Yeah, quite a few questionable calls across the pond. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say that, but ultimately, officiating, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but ultimately, does this yeah, figure bad, into bad your uh, always setting up your meathead of the week? We, we have Martin's meathead of the week. We can Let's get do to it. it now, the meathead of the week. I try to pick three coaching decisions that are just asinine. This one, it didn't necessarily outcome the game because the 49ers were, were going to win regardless. But targeting Cooper Cup some 25 times was mm. the cherry on top to running a quarterback sneak on second and three 
against – and it speaks to the idea that the uh, McVay and the Rams, they don't have any offensive line push. Either it was a quarterback sneak or he fell on the ball. But I, Peyton Manning said, did they just run a quarterback sneak on second and third, <laughs> on second and three? That one right there, they weren't going to win that game anyway because it was in it was like in the third quarter rather. But I don't – like I've never seen a quarterback run, like a quarterback sneak rather. Not a, not, not a draw, but a sneak under center. On second down and three. Now that on wasn't three at least third and yeah, one. Three, yeah. three yards to go. Yeah, to yeah, get to third and one. Like that's crazy. And only that's out of the Joe Judge playbook, you know, to run to a quarterback <laughs> sneak when it's not. Um, then the Bears. Maybe the it's Giants, some voodoo. Maybe he's doing some voodoo on McVay whenever they met. I don't know what it is either. It's very weird watching that Rams team. It looks like a different team when they play San Francisco. Go ahead. What all, you I, say the Bears? all I can figure is that they just know each other so well that Shanahan just knows yeah, everything maybe. that he wants to do, right? And McVay just can't mm-hmm. do the other. It doesn't work the other way. Bears at the Giants. Right. Matt Eberflus elects to punt on fourth and two, down eight at midfield. The Giants don't have a quarterback. They don't have a quarterback at this point. Daniel Jones is out there standing at wide receiver with his ankle taped up. They're running the Wildcat. They force a three and out, and understandably, they muffed the punt. But after the game, Ibrahim said the goal was, with all of that, was to punt the ball, force a three and out, get a good return, and get the ball back at midfield. You were already at midfield when you punted the ball away. And they don't have a like, – I don't see how you can't force a three and out at, at – Midfield or at your own uh, twenty yard line, so that's the one. You're down eight. It's your only offensive good drive that you only good offensive drive you've had all night. And then obviously the number one king of the hill, John Harbaugh, electing not to kick the field goal in a tie game. Yeah, and then Lamar Jackson throwing the interception. But I understand analytically, maybe you want to uh, score a touchdown, and that'd be the best case scenario, but. When you have a guy, when you have an automatic kicker like Justin Tucker, and the like, the idea that you can't down the kick at in between the five and the and the and the, and the one yard line off off a kickoff, or get down there and and hold him down to like the 10, 15 yard line as opposed to getting the ball on the twenty, as everybody was just saying, it's just foolishness to me. And the Bills drove down the field with impunity anyway. Right. So uh, right. I just. I just can't get behind. Okay, so those are our three choices. I'll uh, I, I want to cut some. Here, here's why I might cut some slack for. I'll let check you pick. Uh, Everflus uh, down eight. It's it's funny. It's like when you have a field goal kicker and it's like 35 yards. Like why are they going for it? It's field goal. It's like well, uh, we don't have a quarterback who could drive the field. So maybe that's maybe that's his uh, excuse. Um, what was the second one? Not Harbaugh. Uh, no, it was uh, McVay targeting was Cooper Cup. McVay. Times I think you're exactly right. It's like wrestling practice. You practice with somebody for three months and they know your every move. And so you got to try to try something weird. So maybe that's what happened there. The thing with Harbaugh is the worst thing happened uh, when they went for it, Martin. Like going for it, probably bad decision. I'll, I'll give the nod to Harbaugh as the worst. And I'll agree with you that he's the meathead of the week. But you can't throw an interception in the end zone there. The upside to going forward on fourth down from the two is you're going to have to make the Bills drive the field. Now, I guess they just needed a field goal, but still 65 yards. You throw an interception, now they're at the 20. That's what screwed up. You lose like 18 yards worth of value in that decision. So, But anyway, I'll give it to Harbaugh nonetheless. Sheck? I mean, I guess I'll go with McVay out of those three options, but the, but I definitely disagree with you about the, the Harbaugh decision. I thought that was the right thing, and you hit it mm. on the head there, Sal. 
were it not for the pick in the end zone, that's the right thing. I always like the the notion of, especially in the conditions and everything. I like the idea of okay, we didn't score, we we left them at the one. I, I think uh-huh. that that's you know that that's a lot to put on even Josh Allen's shoulders. Conversely, uh-huh. I think you're. I think you're just trying to wish away reality when you say, we'll just take the three and we'll give him the ball with four minutes left in the game and expect that Josh Allen's not going to be able to work him in the field goal range. I I, I like the way the, I, the, the thought process was completely sound. They have timeouts ready to go. So let's say we don't score. Josh Allen's going to drive 99 yards and then score, but we're still going to have time to get the ball back and see if our superstar QB can rally the team and and, and uh, score and save this game still. So I, I I I get the result is about as bad as it could be, but I didn't think that the thinking was flawed. All right. So, I, so, okay, so you say is Josh Allen going to drive 99 yards? He drove 80 yards. So right, that team more would have yeah. got to a field goal to tie the game. You could have kicked the field goal his- and had him at the 20. And you guess what? Well, you, you, you said 20 overtime. minutes ago that the defense doesn't stop anybody. So <laughs> he he's aware of that. As, as Even more of a I will say. You should try to take so- the lead. Like you should take the lead. Like, you know, and, well, and you know, South, to I, your point about going to interception forth. was the worst case scenario. He's done this three times now. At late game scenarios on the goal line. You know, it's real hard to throw an interception on a running play. You have the best running quarterback in the history of football. Yeah. And all three times. But if he gets Tyler sacked. Hunting, they threw it. If he gets sacked at the eight, it's not as bad as an interception there. Right. right. I, it's hard to believe they're they're 0-5. They've lost that last five home games, I think I saw, the Ravens. But credit to the Bills. That was a masterful drive, that last drive, including the last minute. When you, when you yourself don't know what to do with a minute left and a rolling clock, should they – just kneel down for the field goal. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm just going to wait for them to screw up and then scream about it on Monday or Tuesday. Right. Uh, they did it right. They did it right. They really did. The bills uh, showed me they bounced back. Uh, I'll give well you one more bad dog. coaching in general yeah. series or, or quarter was Mike Tomlin, the defensive uh-huh. whiz and Brian Flores, the defensive whiz, who's a consultant and neither is even the DC that's Terrell Austin, that collective, Listen, Cam Hayward's banged up. Minka Fitzpatrick's banged up. Terrell Edmonds is on the sidelines with a concussion, so on and so forth. T.J. Watt hasn't been out there for a month. You can't Mm -hmm. give up a double-digit lead to Zach Wilson, who was absolutely slinging it and impressive and being buried in the story. But you got to be able to scheme up something to get a stop when you're up double digits at home. In that, They picked him twice. Can't do it. Hadn't they picked him twice? They had shown the thing. He hasn't thrown an interception in 180 uh, attempts and everything. They Almost like back-to-back, right? You got two interceptions off him. Yeah. It's weird you couldn't. But, I mean, you know, I, I get what he wants to do and dominate right. defensively, but you, you got to come up with something. You got to be able to come up with a stop against the Jets. That's right. just all there is to it. Now, Zach Wilson is a legit talent, and he showed as much, and I think he is destined to be real good with the pass catchers he has there if they can yeah. figure out how to protect him. But it just that just can't happen. You, just, uh, you have those bra- – that break – hey, Flores, Tomlin. I mean, like, can't happen. I um, – you know, I don't like bragging about this, but if you want to make money betting football, you either follow Martin's picks – there you see, Martin. See, buddy, I'm 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 pumping you up here. Or or before the season starts, bet all the under bet the unders on all the starting running backs. Now, I bet under on 26 starting running backs. I'm, I already have four wins. Javante mm. Williams. It's sad. I know this is not a thing to brag about. Javante Williams out for the year, torn ACL. Uh, Denver plays Thursday night. Mitchell 
49ers running back out. Montgomery out. Patterson not out. So that's four, not including all the f- slow starts like Cook and Connor and Akers. And honestly, if I get by week 11, nine guys out for the year, I really, I should split the rest just, just based on performance that they're going to go on. Now I'll give to the charities of the guys that got hurt or whatever uh, to not feel like too much of an a-hole, but check. This is the way to go if you want to win money. I mean, I, I maybe you've been doing this forever and I just wasn't hip to it, but you and Kevin Hench both got on this a year ago at least, and yeah. you're absolutely right. It's grim, but I condemn it morally. Yeah, yeah, just as I, <laughs> you're the guy who gets to the dice table and bets don't pass, so there's a weird irony that you're betting against runners too. So what do you like? I don't well, know. What, what what kind? Of, so you don't do like you, you do, don't like the pass. You don't like the pass or the run. So I don't know what you like. But yeah, I'm rooting for defense. Don't you always root for defense? Do you have a? I is it morally so. wrong to root on for the under in a, just a regular game? Or do you have? What's going to be even points? worse? Let's let's keep talking about this because now that as you say, the, with the guys who already are not going to get there, they're guess what. More injuries to come. Sure. <laughs> and by the way, Alvin Kamara, like the the thing, I'm not on the Saints. I was on the Bucks in the preseason, but I got to say, that Saints team, I mean, how much are we supposed to ding them? They don't have their guy Kamara. Jameis ain't right. You know, I think when well, they get I them, know. they're a different team and they get scarier. They're still the my Yom Kippur team. I don't know. Maybe I'll change it. Maybe there's another Jewish. Maybe on like the third day of Hanukkah, I'll, I'll wish for my Saints to win the NFC South. Uh, but yeah, Kamara's another one. He's not going to hit whatever yeah. his preseason total was supposed yeah. to be. All right, listen, let's take another quick break. And uh, uh, much to my chagrin, talk uh, Major League Baseball when we return. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, my Mets. Uh, Here's why this is going to suck. They lost three to the Braves over the weekend. So now they have to sweep three against the Nationals. It rained out yesterday. They have a doubleheader today. And the Braves have to lose three to the Marlins. They already lost. Come on, Mattingly. Come on, Donnie Baseball. Do this. They have to lose three. Except here's what's going to happen. And I know this. The Braves are going to lose the first two, maybe even on purpose. The Mets are going to win the first two, and the Mets Wednesday, tomorrow, are going to have to start the Grom, which is going to screw up their whole wild card rotation. I just know this is going to happen, Shaq. And worse yet, Martin, as if we didn't have it tough enough over the last few days, Elton John takes a shot at them. Play this for it, Mikey Meatballs. And something that makes me very happy tonight, the Braves swept. 
minutes. What is that? Shut it off. Well, first of all, he, he, okay, so he's a Braves fan? You're 93 years old. We're finding out now that you're a Braves fan because you have a, a house in Atlanta. And I think that, where was that? Was that in uh, Babyface? Where was that concert? In Nashville or something? It was in oh. Nashville, pal. There he I goes, was- breaking, breaking my heart. Don't start so with this now. Lee Mazzilli. <laughs> oh, you know. I, yeah, I mean, listen, I feel sad for you, but maybe let me try to provide a little optimism. Is this, uh, assuming that nightmare scenario that you just laid out that is absolutely Ugh. plausible, doesn't go down. Is it maybe in a way that this, that this newfangled thing will reveal that it's not good to sit down when you're a hot baseball team to sit down for, I mean, how many games are the teams that get the buy here now resting up while the other teams are playing? Well, we'll see ball game. Yeah. So, okay. So this is a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because every, every team playing uh, this wild card round has uh, all, all the games are home for the higher seed. Right. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I think Tuesday would start. Right. So, um, yeah, they're getting they're getting like a six day break for which in baseball for the pitchers it doesn't really matter, right? Because I know, but the rhythm matters, right? Doesn't it? Like you go a whole season without. I mean, you go six months of your life right. without more than a day off, save the the All Star break, and the relevant guys are playing in that game too. So I don't know. Maybe maybe this will prove to be like that's the inherent flaw. You, can't you know what? Well, why don't we ask Elton John? Team. We should ask Elton John. He's all of a sudden a baseball expert. What, what do I do, Martin? He's one of my favorites, uh, Elton John. And, uh, and now he goes and does this. Who the hell knew he was a Braves fan? And who knew that there were that many Braves fans in Nashville? Like, uh, that's yeah, a surprise right. to me. Like, I mean, I guess it's a short drive, but I just didn't know how. Yeah, did you look at your concert? Friends. Did you look at the concert tour? Are you not going to New York ever, to- ever again? Like, is, was this a smart move anyway? He has so to we- mention that. So, El- so you like Elton John music? I was curious. Like, what would be the worst? Would it be John Oliver? Would he be the worst person to do something like this? And you'd be like, Are you this guy on top of everything else? This guy still? Oh uh, no, no, no Huey I don't Lewis. Know. Huey yeah, Lewis yeah, celebrating the Braves over the Metropolitans would hurt Sal's feelings the most. That or right, Romo. I think so. Yeah. Well, well you no, know what? The, I, mean, the, the, I was saying I was the, like, the worst part like, is when, when an ex player an ex player does it. Like if so, like if Mike Piazza started rooting for the Braves, that would suck more than any right, like pop star or anything like that. Uh, that's what gets me mad, right? Check like when when Red when Boston fans saw Brady with the Yankee hat. There's no coming back from that, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, I guess like Billy Joel. Right, that would oh, be yeah. bad. He's he's a Metropolitan's guy. Oh, right? he's a such a New York. Right, they they play Piano Man seventh inning stretch there. Yeah. Uh, all right, and Aaron Judge home run. Also, oh, Babyface, you're you're keeping special. Uh, you're keeping track of this, I think, because you're winning this. Did you predict sixty one exactly for Judge? Well, because Eddie took sixty two, I am now yeah. on sixty one. But now, yes, if there's money involved, then I'm definitely keeping track of it. What are the others? Who else? I know I'm way out. I think I said 55. When did we do this? We did this in July or August? We did this uh, late July. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I have the date here. Um, but yeah, Mikey's still alive. Eddie's still alive. And until he hits 62, I'm I'm still alive. Meatball said 64. Shaq, you had 60. What did you have? I, I think I don't think you went above 60. I didn't. I Martin thought I had 62. Are we sure Spaghetti got 62? I don't know. Joel's supposed to be keeping track of this. We did. We taped this on July 25th. Sal has 57. Yeah. 
Martin has okay. 59. Dave, you took 60. I've got 61. Eddie's got 62. Meatballs, 64. That sounds right. I that thought I was right. in it. Dang it. Dang, well, Dave, wrong again. I got news for you. Congratulations, babyface. You're going to win. He's done at 61. Right now on Caesars, minus 210 for him to break the record. He has a doubleheader today, plus 170 on the no. I have plus 450 on the no. I'm a real jerk with these Yankees. And I also bet that he wouldn't win the Triple Crown, which he's now four points behind the guy who's leading that Arias. He just doesn't play. He's like, screw it. I'm done. I'm, I'm 315. I'm four points above judge. And that's the last you're going to see of me in 2022. I love it. Yankee fans are. Uh, are you really bothered? I'm, anyway, I'm interested as yeah. a Metropolitan's guy specifically, but but yeah. more broadly, listen. I love belly aching. Why yeah. are so many people bent out of shape about the Aaron Judge home run split screen watch? Hey, you know what I, I like? Know. I like watching TV. And I like watching sports and I like being in a bar that has more than one TV. And when they have multiple games on, what are we complaining about? That's happening in my house. Now they're splitting the screen. They're showing me two sports at one time. It's not like they're going away from the game that I'm watching. They're showing me a a bit of history. What the hell? You're exactly right. It's not the Heidi bowl where you missed the the ending of your favorite team game, right? You're you're, you're still seeing it. And then you're seeing um, some pitches. You're going to see a walk or an intentional walk along with it. So, I I'm think it you. was overblown. Uh, that doesn't bother me. Uh, but I would say, you know, I have three screens in my living room. I was already watching. So I didn't need to cut in. You had it already. I was already watching. So now I there now have quadruple split screens on my two screens in my living room. So now it's, I can't That's see anything lot. at all. And they take the baseball sound full. Like, I want to hear the football game that I'm watching. Uh, and Unless he hits the homer, then let's hear that call. But mm-hmm. I don't need to hear low and outside. All one. He's not breaking it. I, I, maybe he'll break it by the time anyone listens to this. I'm predicting he does not break it, and the Maris family used all their vacation time at work for nothing. What a waste. Ty at 61? It's going to be great. It'll be great when he, breaks, when he breaks it with the Red Sox next year. That's what's going to be the best, right? I figured out Sal's entire yeah, betting strategy at this point. Yeah, I, fo- I followed it at some point. It's, it's helped me out. You just root, for, root against good things. Like you bet no against fun. good things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You bet against right. you bet against fun. You bet against like they, well, it's the no pass line. You know what? Green money is green money, brother. There no you go. Line. And there's so much heartache in sports. How much heartache is there in sports? You gotta capitalize on it every now and then. All right. Uh play of the day, Martin. Hit us with uh your best baseball bet. This is the last time we'll have to do this in the regular season. Thank God. Thank God. All right. I'm gonna go ahead with uh Julio Urias under Five and a half strikeouts. Uh, uh, He has gone under this number in four of his last five starts. Actually, no, let me do that math right. Yeah, it's five of his last six starts he's gone under this number. Hasn't had over five strikeouts except for September 17th since August. So I'm going to go ahead. I I like that. I I, I have no other reason besides that. It's football season. That's my reason why I'm taking Julio Urias under – Five and a half strikeouts. That's why. All right. I'm with you. Um, by the way, so not enough is made of this Dodgers team. 110 wins and counting, right? Uh, and 216 wins in the last two years. That's astounding. It's ridiculous. Only like two other teams have done that. That said, this is an October game and a meaningless game in October. And you could get three times your money on the Rockies. Now, I know the guy that put out there has a six ERA Urias has, is great. I think they could take him out. He could go four innings, Martin, right? Why stretch yeah. this guy? Rockies win 5-4. Four. 
Pay me three times, three to one on an October 4th game. That's not even tangentially has any meaning. There you go. That's my pick. Check. That makes all the sense in the world, but it's meaningless. So who knows what the motivation is for anyone out there? I can't divine that part. Um, I uh, I like your boy Taiwan Walker today, but the juice ain't Ugh. there to to make it worthwhile. I'm going with uh, Aaron Judge. It's history plus oh, two ten to hit a home run. Let's see him do it. That's Which one is this? For. Hold on, they have a doubleheader. Which one are you? Is this which game? You didn't even speculate. I think you have to say which one, right? The first game, the 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 first game of uh, of the doubleheader. All right. Is, uh, what time does that start? Yard. It starts right. in that, eight minutes. Did that one in in enough time? It starts in eight minutes. Pick the second game. Do the check, second one. He's not sitting. <laughs> All right. Can I switch to, to Can I switch to Walker in the Metropolitans? Uh, how, how the turntables sure. turn. How the turntables turn. Do, that. Go ahead. turn. Do the Mets. Do the Mets. Minus Go one ahead. and a half. Go ahead, Dave. What? Switch your pick. Listen, we're rooting for the Mets. We're rooting for the Rockies. We're rooting for a rise under four. We're rooting for the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's what we're rooting for. It's hockey season. If the football season's over within Pittsburgh, there's only one other thing we can turn to. That's the Pittsburgh Penguins hockey season. It's also Mr. Lister season. Boy, I listened um, back. uh, I was traveling a lot this week, and I listened probably three days after it happened. What a That was an amazing round. Did you think that maybe one of them was cheating? It was Nick Costas, and it was John Jastrzemski, and they went back and forth in two categories – it was just phenomenal. One was um, opening day starters for the Mets and Yankees since 1990, I believe. And yes. I, I think they got like 56 out of 60 or something insane. It was. And then, I, and then the I other mean, was starting real, lineup thought, Yeah, for the Patriots-Giants uh, Super Bowl team, uh, 2010, right? And that was, I think that that was the undefeated, almost undefeated Patriots yeah. team that we did. Oh, yeah, my Super God. 42. The fact that they both were getting guys from the Patriots offensive line from 15 years ago is crazy. Uh-huh. I, 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 I'm I with you, though. And, and Mr. Lister is, of course, on Spotify Live, our live uh, sports game show um, that is list-based where you pick items off of uh, the category I presented. So I'll just explain there. Um, good, li- good, uh, good one tonight for you, too. Chris Trapasso from Buffalo and CBS versus Brad Spielberger from PFF in Chicago. Good show. Nice. NFL draft-based uh, showdown there. Um, but, yes, those two guys, those two New Yorky guys, Going back and forth, like John Yastrzemski, I was sloppy with that. I got, I got sloppy with some of the secondary. <laughs> with it, I was. It was really funny and delightful and very nice. Very and nice. Great Good job there. Yeah, he, he has a little mad. Dog. Very nice. He was like, <laughs> compliment. Very awesome. nice, Nikki. Very nice. Wow, good pull. Good pull. Uh, Martin Lemon Pepper Parlay. Boy, you have bragging rights over Will Blackman. I don't know if he's going to, uh, you know, reward you with a case of wine or what, but 70% through the first month of this n- nonsensical season is uh, something to hang one of your many hats on. Yeah, you know, it's nonsensical to everybody else. It's making perfect sense to me right now. <laughs> All right. Good. Good job. Uh, against all odds tonight. Listen there. Waiver Wired coming up. Oh, Piacenti and Eddie Spaghetti making fun of sports, covered in glory later in the week. That's going to do it for another episode of Extra Points. And a reminder to everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. 